Hi, and welcome to the Female Health Podcast. My name is Mary Jo McGuire, owner of MJ Nutrition. I have a degree and master's in nutritional science, and I'm studying to be a nutritional therapist also. I work with women every day who want to lose weight, improve their relationship with food, hack their hormones, regulate their cycle, restore their periods, learn about nutrition for hormonal balance, help women come off the pill, and lots more. This podcast will be a place to talk about all things female health related, from periods, the pill, weight loss, diets, fertility, acne, PMS, and lots, lots more. I hope this platform to be educational and empowering so women can take charge of their health, their hormones, so they can feel and look their best at all stages. Hello and welcome back to the Female Head Podcast and to the brand new season two. Uh, this week I am so happy to have an incredible guest, Siobhan O'Hagan. So I feel most of you are obviously going to know who she is. Uh, I'm not going to lie, I'm feeling a little bit starstruck as well having her on because <laughs> I've followed her for so long. <laughs> uh, but I'm so thrilled that she's here and going to be, and she's a guest today. Um, so Siobhan is creator of OH Fitness Furness, which is an online coaching service. Um, uh, she has left the corporate world pursue a career in um, fitness and now she travels the world when she can um, and runs her business while doing so and lives a life from the looks of it. (laughs) Um, One of the big reasons I really wanted to have Siobhan on the podcast because I feel like myself she shares a message of balance, realness, authenticity and doesn't promote like restriction or kind of fad diets and things like that but uh, we will get into anymore anymore yeah 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 Uh, but we will get into that in a minute Siobhan but first uh, I'll hand it over to you just welcome to the podcast thank you so much for joining me and delighted to be asked just I let you kind of introduce yourself a little bit and tell oh, us well that was a great introduction yeah um, <laughs> no just whatever just what you're up to at the yeah moment. <laughs> at the moment yeah at the moment I'm in London um yeah so yeah I've been doing personal training for like five or six years and mostly all online now um I'm in a really good flow my main program is the OH Fitness Furnace and it's just like for a couple of years I was struggling with how to market the right way to do things and all yeah. that but now and we can obviously go into more detail on that but you know now it's going really well we've got like a waiting list um and like I just do like talking to women at the end of it who have actually changed their mindset around their body and and, and food and like that are the these are the results I'm looking for yeah, yeah. um so yeah it's, I'm busy at the moment like we're creating an app to do that um but yeah I mean I'm just ticking away everything's going pretty well yeah um and you've really good coaches as well I had Corey on actually as well oh yes and Lynn they're really really good coaches honestly without them you know like I I, I do think like I would 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 attract good people to the course or to the team but um we have uh Kate and Aoife who do a part-time and then Corey and Lynn uh most of the time and yeah they like what I need like I didn't need like highly highly educated people I needed like compassionate women who understand women's thoughts mostly around food um because it's like I've been the same like sometimes we we actually you step back you go we're actually mad you know yeah I'd be like you know because I you know I, I don't know if it's a female thing specifically but you know I'd be there giving out that I put on weight while 
eating more and more yeah, yeah you know and like you know someone else would be like why do you do that or like I've had a lot yeah. of um a lot of clients who've worked with, with male PTs who don't have as much experience in like the, the way women think and the way their bodies yeah. work and yeah you know they've just been like yeah just eat this and you'll lose weight like simple yeah. you yeah, know it's and it's like logic to them they don't understand why yeah. they wouldn't uh why they wouldn't stick to it you know yeah um yeah. but I've kind of like and like me and my, myself and the coaches have all that experience of you know battling diet culture and then also just trying to feel good now and you know and helping women find that for themselves yeah 100% um, like what you said you're like yeah you can have all the degrees masters in the world if you don't have that compassion or empathy it's very hard then to support like a client going through something like you know that binge cycle or yeah. like poor relationship with food and things like that and again I think that's where for myself that's how I help my clients I've had PCOS and have it still obviously help them with that is is that empathy and be able to support them through that yeah I mean I definitely had a lot of like imposter syndrome and even still like obviously I make sure we stay in our lanes I always say you know like that we're not dietitians and um but the like the problem is I used to struggle because I had a lot of demand and stuff online because I you know had had a big following but I'd then follow you know I'd see the anger in like people like who had more qualifications than me trying to tear me down from you know and I was like I get it I was like I get it you know you're struggling for business you've studied a lot more than me but and I so then I'd nearly be afraid to advertise my services and yeah you know because I was afraid people like well you're not qualified enough or like you know but I like technically I I am for like what I'm doing and Yeah, yeah um but now I'm a lot more confident because I see what we're doing for people and I'm like we are nailing it like yeah. it's I say that sounds really but it just it comes from after a couple of years of really kind of doubting myself yeah that I'm like talking to people who like it doesn't my program isn't like perfect for everybody but it's really really good for a lot of people yeah. um, and it's affordable and like I really feel like it's it's working now and it's because yeah. of all my my ups and downs you know that I'm bringing that experience and helping people well I mean helping women only um yeah you know try and get to this place that I'm at now where I'm just enjoying my enjoying life and that's it like I suppose that's one of the reasons I wanted to get you on like we're coming out of lockdown in Ireland anyway and I suppose most people listen to this would be Irish so um like I myself noticed so many people saying they're anxious now about you know getting out there again and like it's it's really sad isn't it like that there we should be so happy but I do get it because yeah. there is that yeah. fear of like how can I manage like going out the weekend having my drinks and saying do I have to say no to things and that like so like you're in a place now where you seem to have a good balance of all that but I know you came from yeah it didn't it I mean what I, I've realized that what successful sustainable fat loss comes from is when you actually take the pressure off yourself yeah like and learning to listen to your body so like obviously environment is a huge thing so like if you live somewhere where you're going to be in the pub every day like naturally you'll end up putting on like that's me in Portugal last month you know and because I I don't like to restrict any life you know any life events or you know so I I didn't say no to anything because I genuinely did want to go out with my friends but I also like you know that was a, that, that's a particular environment where it was every day pretty much yeah. for a month and obviously naturally then my, my body is craving then yeah like I've learned something like, sustainable, listen to, listen like to your body yeah, yeah like yeah. my body was like no you need to train you need some vegetables you need to stop <laughs> drinking <laughs> yeah. green wine every day and yeah. um, so 
what my point is that like when when you like your environment does play a huge thing but I do think if you are a normal I don't know that's I don't know what is normal um just a lot of my clients are you know they want to lose a little bit of body fat but they're not willing to like sacrifice their lives they want to be able to like get excited about things opening up again and the biggest thing I say to them is like just you know go enjoy yourself like to be honest most most of my clients would be would be tracking their calories um but it's a really like really like consistency over perfection you know I'm like just go out like roughly track it and like the reason I want them to track when they go out which could sound obsessive is that they learn that their body can actually handle this higher calorie food once in a while and that there should be no you know that they can still see results and so and then even by by roughly tracking it it just makes it a bit more aware of what you're having as well Mm -hmm. so you're not just like having a couple of drinks and shoving food in because you're not tracking it and and it's you know the the whole goal is always to get people away from tracking by the end of it you know just to get people to understand what their body actually needs and if you can listen to your body um, you know, you can go out for food and drinks and then you might even find then the next day you're not that hungry because, but like, I would be really against, you know, like making up for it with calories. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, yeah. But I think, I think if you, uh, what, what people, a lot of people don't realize that if you give yourself the freedom to eat what you really want and you're, you're really mindful around it, you know, you naturally will stay at like a, a set point or like around maintenance. Yeah. I think like it's a theory, I- but yeah and I think it's a good theory I suppose like getting people into that frame of mind you have to kind of get them to change their mindset to go into that place where they're like I suppose more relaxed about it like like for me I try and get them to look at the overall you know the relationship with food having fun and changing like it's not just about fat loss about like their quality of life in general like do you how do you work with yeah like the hardest like most people that come start with me are not people who you know, it's not people who just are like, oh, do you know, what? it's time to lose weight. It's women who have been in the gym or like that, you know, they've been trying all these different workouts and crazy diets and they, they're they not at a weight that they feel comfortable. And then I'm like, that is, and that upsets me, like they've put that much effort and restriction and into their lives and then not even be where they want to be. Yeah. Um, that's what I, that's the people that I work most well or work the best with. Yeah. Um, so like yeah my whole thing is like just getting people away from like restricting themselves too much and then eating too much because you know it's like putting yourself through miserable days and then eating too much and then you know which is a natural reaction to when you if you're under eating and then the feelings that come around from like from having calories that they didn't plan or you know overeating or they deem as like a bad day you know the the guilt and everything around that like that's what I try to eliminate so that's why I'm like go out eat what you really want like if you really want the food like just have it you know and and then track it and then you know you might be surprised that a big thing it's not that much especially like what I do is have my clients look at their calories across a week rather than yes yeah so looking at the average you know even for myself like last weekend I had planned like 3,500 calories on Sunday and then ended up having nearly 5,000 but like when I actually put it I was like I've brought my average for the week up by 200 yeah no big deal not like, at all like you don't need to then um, kill yourself I'm not the next like day yeah the there's no guilt whatever. there's yeah. no I actually had the rest of the Domino's cookies the next day like, <laughs> yeah. you know I didn't I wasn't like the case the next day where we were strict but like it's just I haven't I I just want to bring awareness to things and that's why I like working with numbers because then they're like oh I can have higher calories because yeah. the big thing is when they start with me you know like 
we have them again because they've been so restrictive I'm like right this is you know once you say whatever the number will be 2,000 calories like that's too much and I'm like relative to what yeah to the unsuccessful diet you did before to the the amount or like you know someone would say oh I don't I don't I I normally have a lot less than that when I track and I'm like key keywords when you track yeah yeah like it's and I think people are just a little bit in denial or not in denial they're just they're not aware of what they're having at the weekends you know they're not they're trying to have these perfect weekdays and I'm like the low fat milk in your porridge is not making that big of a difference it's your trend food (laughs) yeah yeah and no I just think that's everything you're saying you're going to go into animalistic mode like if you like deprive Mm. during the week and then you're obviously going to want to go all out at the weekend but just allowing yourself to have the pizza on a Wednesday or the cookies yeah and I think that's what I always say like, don't let yourself get hungry going into the weekend or even in the day yeah sorry I just completely cut across you there no. but, you know like even in the during the day you know like people are often you know having like really low calorie breakfast really low calorie lunch they're trying to save all their calories for snacks oh, and evening and then they're starving by the evening or they they tell themselves they have a sweet tooth or you know that they have sugar cravings and I'm like no you're just hungry like have no, a solid no meal breakfast lunch and dinner <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely like, just have a balanced meal like stop cutting yeah. out things I and, see that so know. much like as well it's like I binge so much at night and was like well what did you have for breakfast and dinner and it's probably like nothing maybe a bowl of cereal and yeah like, um, so and what, what upsets me about it though is that, that people then start blaming themselves you oh, know like they're I, like oh I, yeah. I have no control around this I'm like yeah that's your body just eating like telling you you're hungry yeah I, I feel like I don't know where this like oh well, obviously it's years of diet culture and like growing up in the, the 90s was just like skinny is like the way to be yeah. like but like where did it come from that we feel we like shouldn't we don't need food to actually run like we need food to function like every single cell yeah. needs energy like like we're not feeding ourselves we expect them to be uh, not starving in the evenings and we're so hard on ourselves for it it's just like we that yeah. education awareness we really need to get out there that we especially for women obviously men too but for different reasons like women need so much energy to like for so much of their fo- body to operate like if we don't run an it's, empty <laughs> yeah like but do you know what the sad thing is I think there's so many women who are used to running on empty yeah like yeah. they and it's when they start they're like oh I can't eat that much I'm like and I'm, I always am quite assist, insistent on it at the start. I'm like, I just, I really want you to try because I want you to realize what it feels like to go training when you're not starving, oh. like to be able to lift heavier, to be able to like, yeah. and that's what the whole concept of the furnace was. It's like, I want you to be like fueling your body, you know, like building muscle, getting fitter where you're naturally then like burning calories away, like a, like a furnace. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's, I mean, if your goal is fat loss, but like, and what I really kind of, tr- it's almost like tricking people into joining because- <laughs> Like, you know, they think, you know, I tell them that, you know, this is going to, what I really do is like uh, the mindset modules are a huge part of it. So basically I make them do all the mindset stuff. And then by the end, they're like, oh, like some, I mean, a lot of people do drop a lot of measurements, but like some people are like, oh my God, I didn't change at all, but my mindset's completely changed. I'm so happy. I know what to do. I've had the time of my life the last 12 weeks. And I'm like, yeah, that's That's great. That's what I want. Yeah. And it's, but it's just trying to, convince people that you can feel good yeah without or like just their fuel yeah food is fuel you can enjoy yourself and be in a deficit if you don't get too restrictive that you're yeah you know starving yourself a hundred percent a hundred percent so just I want to ask you then like obviously you work with people and helping their mindset and 
relationship with themselves and food what is your you're helping them basically become more healthy if that's the word but what is your kind of definition of health now probably is different to what it was years yeah ago. I mean yeah when I started my journey it was just like I just want to be as lean as possible because I just want to be sexy and that's you know all about I actually did not care about health like I'd hardly even had any green food and I was just like turkey burgers and sweet potato because I fit yeah. my macros and yeah. all I did was weight training I was like anti <laughs> yeah I was like and anti cardio everything um and you know and I got as lean as possibly could did a bikini competition and that's probably where that was a turning point um and even like what I was even saying there about uh like your, your body is feed it, it, it needs food like afterwards I was trying to keep my calories lower because I was trying to like slowly put, put weight back on but I was I found myself I kept binging and I was really yeah. annoyed at myself about it but now yeah. when I look back it's like here's was your body telling you that you like you yeah. needed calories anyway so now like it's funny because I, I sometimes I get you know like people give out to me because I'm not the you know I, I had two bottles of wine last night with my friend but I was up doing CrossFit this morning so I'm like am I a healthy person you know is that health am I you know like I'm not a person who you know I have to I have to encourage myself to but to like eat loads of green vegetables and everything but yeah, yeah. now I, I kind of understand it more like I realize that like health is a long-term thing and yeah. um as long as I'm like I think mental health and physical health obviously are very tied but I for me mental health is the priority over physical health yeah at same. the moment yeah. yeah so as I said like I could be the perfect I could be a vision of health but if I'm not mentally happy it's like what's the point exactly um so my, it's a constant battle between that, you know, yeah. between, you know, making sure I'm happy day to day and making sure I'm physically fit and healthy yeah. and not putting myself like that's the other thing. You know, like I was thinking, like, God, imagine how healthy I'd be if I didn't drink. And I'm like, but, you know, like, I do have that battle. Like, I don't yeah. Like, but where would be the fun and the excitement in your life then as well? I'm not saying yeah. you need to get that from drink. Obviously, like some people don't want to drink. Yeah, just for me, like I did. Yeah. Neg- it's not. Well, sorry, it has been. It has negatively affected me, but like. I don't I don't drink that much like I said like in Portugal when I was having a bit every day it was like didn't sit well yeah. with me I was like I don't feel healthy yeah. now if it's like I just have it on Saturday and then like yeah. you know I kind of have my rest day on a Sunday and then I'm like a healthy human to find healthy though um, <laughs> you know Monday to Saturday um yeah, yeah so that's healthy for me it's just being yeah. yeah and like yeah. for clients and like it's not obviously not a certain size or anything it's that yeah. feeling that they're feeling good like that's yeah. the main thing um, I think so too like I kind of I definitely think my be really similar to you like being over here in Portugal as well like you know we're going we're able to go out all the time and like place right and like for me being healthy has been able to go out and enjoy that and not be like panicking about it or yeah crap about it then the next week and that's just that to me isn't healthy even if I was the right weight I'd rather sacrifice being like really really lean to have that fun and enjoy myself yeah. like, and I get to take uh, stress into account as well like you yeah. don't want to be like you could be eating really healthy but then stressing about it and then probably putting yourself into an unhealthy position exactly yeah, yeah. with stress yeah no I um, do think there's so many aspects of health other than the fit the way you physically look I mean like I have looked very well and not been healthy do you know what I mean yeah like, yeah no definitely yeah yeah so um yeah I think that is a good way to describe what health is but there's as you said there's so many aspects to it there's the mental side of things it's a huge factor and like that can be massively compromised if you're spending your days counting calories and I don't even mean like just being so hard on yourself and going through that yeah. cycle and not like 
having that freedom I think food like having that when you're out like so I love when I get a text from someone saying like I just felt so free this weekend I was able to enjoy my food uh, and not be obsessing over how many calories I burned with the Fitbit and yeah. you know how many calories I was able to just enjoy it and go with it and that's just that's the I usually just had a conversation there with a, uh, a client who's just finished the 12 weeks and she's like she's not tracking anymore and she has she's like it's great like you know she's like oh my centimeters you know my, my measurements might go up a little bit this week whatever but yeah. she's I was like but can you I was like go, you have to look at that going you have gained so much mental freedom by not having to plan your food by understand like and if that means your measurements go slightly you know it's worth it for that mental freedom and she's yeah. like yeah 100 you know like she doesn't care as much what she looks like anymore yeah even yeah. though like she came into it you know ready to like hit the ground running doing like yeah. twenty thousand steps a day and it was having the perfect diet now she's like yeah. i don't want the perfect diet but i'm happy like and yeah. i was like that's yeah like if they're right. leaving you like if they're leaving you after spending say before they came most of their thoughts are around how they look and their base their brain is consumed with like their body and what it looks like that's such a huge waste of time really like when yeah you it, like I know it yeah. happens but really it is so it's great to be able to move away from that and focus on other things in your life and other aspects that you can what new experiences new things that you can get enjoy new things you want to do stuff like that instead of being limited by this thoughts of like, I know how do I look and it's, it's so common but I see like, it so much like this girl's dieting like I'm I think I just have a really like I'm quite active so I basically yeah. can get away with eating a good bit like and I eat out like I don't cook so yeah like I, I really haven't even started in this kitchen but so what was my point like I, I just I have had so, so 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 many amazing life experiences around food yeah. you know like dinners out but like not and I'm like, God, there's so many people who are denying themselves this. I know. You know, and, and that's why I, I even say, like, all my clients, go have the summer of your life. Like, you know what to do. Like, if you if you do get to a point where you're like, oh, I'm uncomfortable, like, I would like to drop a couple of centimeters, you know, obviously, first of all, I'm always like, journal around, ask yourself why, yeah. be mindful. And if you really do, like, you've got the tools to, yeah. to be in a, a slight deficit yeah. when the time suits. Yeah. Um, and like, the, yeah, that's what I always say. It's like, just take the pressure off and like, yeah. be mindful with your uh thoughts around nutrition like if yeah. you find that you're getting angry at yourself like why why doesn't yeah. matter yeah. why I'm gonna actually talk to you there you said journaling and it's actually something I was gonna maybe bring up with you but you said it so I'm definitely gonna ask you now um, <laughs> for people like what like who never done it before you probably ask this all the time but I do think it's really helpful for people who haven't done it before like what are a few kind of prompts you maybe would recommend to get them thinking about maybe why they're doing something or what it means to them yeah like so when I when I first started it was really like it really did help around my struggles with eating after my show and um, so I would just start with like I'd, I'd kind of I'd, like analyze yesterday so I'd be like, yesterday, I'm glad that. I, that was always the prompt I started with. Because I'd be like, oh, I'm glad that I went for dinner. Um, or I'm glad that I, you know, added some greens into my thing. I feel healthier. You know, like little things. Yeah. Like, or like, I'm glad that I went for dinner with my parents instead of going to the gym. Yeah. Um, you know, because it actually means a lot. But whereas if I didn't write that down, I'd be there going, oh, my God, I didn't go to the gym last night. Like, I'd almost forget that yeah. I yeah. spent time with my parents. Yeah. Um, so like, and always asking yourself why. You know, if I was, if even if I found you know like oh yesterday I ate way too much and like feel crap today it's like oh why do I actually like do I feel physically crap or is that a mental thing that I'm putting on myself so and then so yeah so first I'd say yesterday I'm glad that and then the next thing was today I'm excited for 
and yeah. you know it's often it can be like I'm, I am excited for training which I am now because I do like training that I really enjoy yeah. um you know I'd be like oh I'm excited for lunch at my parents or whatever not my I'm not that excited to spend time with my parents <laughs> um you know for lunch with my friends um uh, but, but more so now I do a lot more like I just write my thoughts and like and yeah. question them yeah. you know especially like the time in Portugal where I was like I feel crap well why and I was like well because I've been drinking every day I'm like well do I actually feel crap or do I again is it just something that I feel like I shouldn't be doing yeah um yeah. and then like no I actually do and then I'd be I was frustrated because I know what to do to sort that out but I wasn't, I wasn't doing it like I was like but I've got my friend's birthday you know so I'd be like well okay well then you've accepted that you're going out tonight for your friend's birthday yeah there's no point in being angry at yourself like yeah. just, I was just get on with it acceptance um yeah. and like the biggest thing then is gratitude like writing down some three things you're grateful for every day is game changing like you could be yeah. complaining like it, it, it is that whole thing like oh well look how good you have it but like it is when you, when you practice gratitude I don't know if I have a lot to be grateful for because I practice gratitude practice, or if yeah, I just yeah. feel like that because I always do it um like it really is like just I remember being like in my apartment in Dublin being like I'm so grateful for this apartment I'm so grateful to be able to make my coffee yeah like, you know when you just feel like when I had the busiest day ahead or you know yeah. I was flat out and I had nothing to look forward to I'm like I'm so grateful that I have time to read today yeah you know yeah. like little there is tiny things something to be grateful or and just, you start you do I yeah think you start to appreciate those smaller things when you do practice that more habitually I guess and um, yeah it's a little thing and it's you'll find and, journal, it's not the big stuff that you're writing down really yeah like, <laughs> and like that's thing so I have a lot of clients like they're like oh, you know some of them are like well I've nothing to journal about you know and I'm like but just keep going because that practice will one day you'll have something it sounds very pessimistic something bad will happen but if you're already in the mindset of analyzing your thoughts every day yeah, yeah. like if that's not the day you're going to start journaling you know exactly. but if you're in that habit you um, will then be able to identify like okay how do I feel what can I do nothing okay is there anything any point in worrying about this no yeah okay just keep asking why 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 or yeah I think that's so true it's kind of building up a bit of like resilience for when shit hits the fan literally like yeah you have like yeah a bit of mental resilience kind of like the way they say meditation you don't notice the benefits straight away but it's kind of building yeah. up that mental resilience for when stuff even doing happens. yoga I feel the same I've been doing yeah. yoga all lockdown and like it's like you don't feel it you're like don't really want to do it but just keep at it keep at it and then one day you're able to cross your legs and you're like, oh. yeah. um but it's that yeah it's like you know have you read atomic habits yes yeah yeah one of those that I think most people exactly just keep doing it yeah yeah yeah. consistency there yeah 100 um I'm just going to kind of circle back like I do want to talk a little bit we kind of probably have touched on it a little bit but just I'll touch on it quickly uh negative body body image so like do you work with clients who have come from a place of really distorted negative body image about themselves or like I know you probably no, I'm not going to say probably, but you may have had this yourself as um, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it depends. Like, if I'm going through someone's questionnaire and if they have any kind of like eating disorder or anything, I, I'd be like, okay, well, this isn't suitable. Um, but sometimes they have a history of it, and I'd be like, okay, well, just you know, you know, I'd kind of chat and be like, do you, you know, if you if you have any thoughts along these lines, um you know, let us know because we're not qualified to deal with yeah. you. So we're like, it's only if they are, feel like they're completely in a good place. Um, yeah. Yeah. And the problem is like, I again, it's, I'm, I'm very careful with, cal- with tracking calories, you know, because it can, it can become obsessive. But like, yeah. I just find that the majority, of, well, a lot of people who 
have found it obsessive in the past is because they've had too little yeah. and I feel like you know I, I'm almost like well I could probably help them by showing them they can have more yeah and yeah. then they, it's not as obsessive yeah. um no negative body image yeah like that's the thing I have had I look back at like even when I was coming into my show and I was like am I lean enough am I and I feel like I've peaked you know like I have been as lean as I will ever be and I've realized that that's no you know there's no happiness there yeah um nothing's no but I mean it didn't film me like it, you know yeah. it didn't add to my life in any yeah. way um and if anything getting too lean using unsustainable methods is like it's almost like more damaging you know like I even talk yeah. to brides you know in the run of their wedding and they're willing to do oh I know excuse me anything to you know fit into a smaller dress and I'm like but is it worth it because you will more than likely you know, like I know you're willing to put in the work now because you're dedicated and you're but you know afterwards you'll forever have that image as like something that you think is achievable but it was unhealthy methods to get there so I'm always like there's no there's no point like I'm like get a bigger dress like you're gonna look fantastic anyway exactly um I suppose like I always ask the question what would be different for you like when they say I want to lose 10 kg like what would be different for you when you're 10 kg and they're kind of like I don't really know like they they don't have they just think yeah especially when it comes to the scales yeah well I actually need to lose the last seven pounds I'm like what do you mean the last what happens after that like all of a sudden you're happy with yourself yeah we need to look at why you think that and if you actually just focus on you know getting fit and healthy and fueling yourself correctly you probably will drop a couple of pounds um Yeah. yeah But it's just trying to get that shift away from, especially when people are resistance training and they're using scales. And I mean, for any reasons, there's so many variations. But, 100%. Um, you know, that there's just everyone has this number in their head. And like, I, you do have that with people saying, oh, I have, um, or, you know, I used to be 70 kilos and I was, you know, I was lean and I was, I looked fantastic. So I'd love to get back there. You're like, well, what did your life look at? The, you know, like how did what were you doing at the time? It's yeah, like, oh, I was doing like two get? boxing sessions a day, and I was only having like three eggs for breakfast. And I'm like, but is that feasible now for your lifestyle? Now that you've got like kids and you've yeah. got like a full time job, whatever. Yeah, and they're like, actually no. And I'm like, okay, well let's just focus on daily the good habits, and then let's see where you get to. Like not having. Yeah unrealistic target yeah I think um, like again like focusing on the scales is like if you like want to say your thoughts on that but for me it's just not something that like I really place any emphasis on when it comes no. to things like there's so many well, to be honest I have the option for them to do it for um like but if it's I say only if it's daily yeah like, so it's kind of because like literally weighing yourself once a week is like yeah. you know and the reason I say I'm like only weigh yourself if you're going to do it daily because then you can see like the variations yeah. and and obviously you know that's not the measure of progress measure like normally I'm like well, if you want to get smaller you want to see your measurements go down yeah it doesn't matter what the scale says yeah um but yeah it's pointless like yeah the water like the, the just the changes in like your water levels in your body makes such yeah. a big difference yeah 100% no like uh, there's so many other things I'd look at before that as a marker's progress like again if someone's coming to me and they're losing the number on the scales but their digestion's completely fucked yeah they're, yeah yeah they're not sleeping well and they just feel really crap in general like what is that like what's the point of that's that? where I struggle with a lot with clients at the start you know when they're they are in that kind of like high stress state or not sleeping blah 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 but all they want to do is lose weight yeah. and I'm like right well you know like we actually just need to get your health mark we need to get you to a healthy place first yeah. 
but it's normally those kind of people who are so desperate to lose the weight oh, that you know it's so you know it's it's difficult to get them to eat more yeah and yeah, you know folks on these things if they're not seeing the measurements coming down and that's where you you know that's where I can lose people but like I do try we really try and encourage them to like yeah, stick yeah. with it and you know it is worth it in the long run yeah. um but, I just you know, think we're still like, we're, we're going against diet culture here so absolutely but like yeah but I really try I suppose like yourself just try and make people realize the more you eat the more you can actually do nearly in terms yeah. of energy like and that's such a it's more of a, like a, an abundant way of looking at things rather than like yeah. the, the more tired fatigue to be rather than the more you eat like you'll be able to like I've just noticed like I started eating a lot more even over here and I'm able to do so much more training like and I've never yeah. been yeah. be in, in a huge diet thing anyway we haven't really had any issues with that like but I wouldn't have eaten maybe as much as I am now because I'm doing more training here and it's amazing it's just like I get to yeah yeah like, I mean like for so long women just tried to do loads of cardio break their body down you know like it's literally just like trying to waste away and then not yeah. eating them and it's just like I always picture it like this little flame in their body that they're not like given a fuel yeah. it's just like not really doing anything whereas again that's where the furnace came from it's like but if you're actually putting in good at fuel you're able to move you're burning yeah. out en- your energy and you're able to enjoy your life exactly like when it, it's oh, we talk about calories a lot but it's like it, it's it's so important to enjoy your life a hundred percent yeah I'm going to switch just quickly to um because you work with females you probably see the fluctuations in like weight and measurements around the time of the cycle and stuff like that do you educate yeah. on that or um like or do you just tell them that like this can be this can be expected kind of yeah I mean like we'd obviously you know if you see measurements going up we kind of look work backwards like oh yeah yeah it's time of the month or you know it's just coming up to having a period um like I've learned so much about it recently but I'm also like I'm also like it's trying to again stay in my lane like I we do have like we teach like I, I mean I use basic things like I'd say to them you know like if you, you if you've got cravings around that time of the month it's, I'm happy if you like increase your calories or not even happy it doesn't matter if I'm happy but like yeah. you know I, I would say you can increase your calories and still be in a deficit for the month yeah. you know like if you have one week where you like, you know add on extra calories every day if you feel like you need them yeah. um and then like even looking at even if you're going to look at the scales or measurements I'm like it's almost better to look at it four weeks like in four yeah, weeks cycles, yeah I agree you know That's comparing right. week to week you know because obviously women's bodies fluctuate so much as the hormones fluctuate throughout the month yeah. that you know you can you can almost think you might be doing something wrong yeah it's just measurements go up better where, month yeah. Month. yeah definitely yeah um but yeah like it's it's we don't really go into like if someone has like PCOS or something like that I kind of like ask them what they know about it what they've got managed because I'm, I'm not like giving advice on it because yeah yeah again out of my lane um but yeah I think and like given the and that's that's mainly why I only coach women it's like to have be able to like have that chat like some of them won't even say the word period and I'm like it's okay yeah yeah you know, we all we all do it um <laughs> or like they'd be you know they're almost embarrassed they did like severe pains we didn't train I'm like that's okay you know you'll have times where you'll feel stronger and you'll have times where you are like are tired and like I, was, I only learned to say in the last year or two that like the week that you are menstruating is when you're supposed to feel strongest is that right uh well the, from the first day of your of the bleed is when estrogen yeah. does start to rise but like the first few days you're still going to feel low because they're, they're only I mean. like i was confused yeah. about it because yeah, i know like, they're yeah, only yeah, gradually like, there, but i know most people are like 
no. I don't want to do anything. Well, like, you know, like I want to say But at the same time, it's like only gradually. And then from say okay, day yeah. five to 14 is when it's on a good steady peak. And that's when you yeah. start to really notice the, the benefits in like strength and energy. Yeah, and yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's something that like, I mean, women, women need to understand it more. If, well, like, it hasn't been, it hasn't been something I've, like, I would definitely will add in more modules on it now in the app. But, like it's something that I just kind of like talk briefly over and like as long as they understand there's fluctuations and you know I, I almost feel like you don't overcomplicate it yeah, um, yeah unless they have any have any you know if they have P- PCOS or endometriosis and like that can't even pronounce it um you know like to look, look to professionals like we are my like my service is very much like entry level yeah um whereas like I'd refer them on to someone like yourself if they actually had any yeah yeah proper like hormonal imbalances yeah I do think it's good like if they know where they are in their cycle like just to have an idea like because even if they go to the doctor and they're like when was your last period and just like oh I actually don't know do you think it's nice just to have a bit of a an understanding of like oh of course yeah like yeah like that like yeah yeah I'd be like in a foul humor and then I'd be like oh I just think even for that kind of stuff like it's good like and say you are like with a partner or something you can be like it's my period that's why I'm an archie bitch today like but usually I'm fine yeah yeah yeah. I'd be like just to warn you nobody speak to me and unless you're bringing me chocolate (laughs) exactly no again I'd be like you I don't think everyone needs to know like oh estrogen's rising here and progesterone at this stage there's no need to know that kind of stuff and I wouldn't be um like again I learned it all as I said I learned to reason me. I sorry, I keep cutting across you. Like, I'm such I'm I'm terrible at a conversation. But I mean I learned all that really recently and I found it so interesting for myself. But then I was a bit like, where do I go with this information? Like I actually want like yeah, this is where I need to go to someone who actually is qualified in it. Like to um, you know, like I've got all the information, but I can't diagnose myself or I can't diagnose anyone else. So it's like yeah, we, and I and I think it's like a lot of women wouldn't know what to, like they're going to the doctors, but like I last time I spoke to a doctor about my period she was like oh we'll put she said to me we'll put it was it was a female doctor I hadn't gone to a doctor in so long I was actually in there I know what she told me straight away <laughs> oh, yeah. and she's like we'll put you on the pill yeah like I was like I and I, I, I this is a couple of years ago and I knew enough that I was like just I didn't even say it and I just like slowly backed away yeah okay yeah that is actually terrifying if you I think that's every single client I, I, I work has been told to go on the pill every single client whether they yeah. have PCOS or doctors just yeah. And so, and I, 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 hashtag not all doctors like obviously yes, there yeah. are some people who, but I just um, it's scary like people come to me and I'm like it, it, you could literally do a day course on this and understand more than yeah yeah I, it, it's, it's, it's it's not doctors, mind-boggling like, to me it isn't like I'm not playing again it's like just the whole system in general it's just and yeah it's fixing fixing symptoms rather yeah, than like looking at causes and again it's just female health has not really been prioritized there yeah it's really mm-hmm. a big issue now I think like like I feel if they were if that instead of trying to manage like for me manage I spoke a little bit about this to uh, another nutritionist recently instead of trying us trying to manage clients who've come off the pill for years have been on it for PCOS if we could actually educate and, and not even ed- us educate doctors but like us come together doctors and say dietitians or nutritionists and start that way and then like they wouldn't have to go on the pill at all uh, to manage yeah. PCOS or endometriosis or whatever it is because honestly the results that like I have seen from people with PCOS or endometriosis from not I don't want to say natural but just like 
normal like, like lifestyle that's all I learned that's what I learned it was like the solutions like if everything was basically like a healthy lifestyle you know yeah. like less stress sleeping properly lots of yeah you know fibrous vegetables high protein yeah. you know like training yeah resistance training yeah amazing and I'm like oh right if everyone was just doing that from the start they'd be and like instead of I don't know like you know giving people the pill to fix it and like no like I mean it it, it can fix things in the short term no sorry it can't but I mean medicine in general can fix things in in the short term but like you know we try I I just think it's better to encourage healthy habits overall medicine is amazing but like for something like PCOS it is just a band-aid and like I was given it like throughout my early 20s and I'm just it's so annoying to think about but like whatever I'm over it now because I I was given it when I was like 14 for my acne yeah didn't work as you can tell <laughs> no but like again it doesn't like get to the root the root issue whatever like but again at 14 it's probably like you were like thank god I had that because like especially at that age like being a teenager yeah I was like actually like yeah. ah, now I don't ever have to have the conversation with my mom about having sex yeah <laughs> that's such I'm a on the pill girls <laughs> acne, that's why I really need it yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's I, I did have a really bad and like all down my back and everything but like yeah. Yeah, I mean, they should, like, I don't know, there is that dilemma of, like, do you just let it play out, you know, so my hormones can balance themselves. I do think it has its place, say, like, you know, at that stage, or if you have got, like, a a girl who's really sick in school or periods, everyone has to leave school because of the pain of her periods, that can be, I don't mean want to say handy, but, like, it definitely has its place there because they're not going to start sorting out their hormones, like, through nutrition lifestyle at that stage they're doing their leaving cert then they're going to go to college like they're they don't care much about that like it is I suppose you do just start to care more about that stuff you get maybe to your later 20s and you just you're like considering like yeah yeah, considering your fertility and everything yeah stuff like Um, that like you just kind of want to get handle on things but yeah I think that like we have covered lots there between yeah everything really I wanted to kind of chat with you about um sorry I talked a lot (laughs) yeah but it was brilliant it's much easier when like I have guests who's going to talk like actually everyone I've had has been really really good for chatting but like yeah no it's great when you're able to have just a normal conversation and it's not like I'm interviewing you I don't want it to be yeah yeah (laughs) have you anything you want to like leave it as or say um at all you don't Um, have to (laughs) no I mean I I just like this opportunity I mean I like these opportunities to speak about my ethos around nutrition and everything because sometimes it can be confusing if you're it's like if you're just watching me on Instagram and one minute I'm like look how many calories are in this and then the other time I'm just like on the piss of my friends you yeah. know like it can be a confusing like it's hard to put context behind everything so it's, it's good having like a proper conversation where you know I can point yeah. people to this like this is why I do this process yeah. behind it but that's honestly yeah. why I wanted to have you on for one of the main reasons because I do follow you obviously and like you're just like obviously you followed you when you're in Bali and stuff as well and you're just like living the life but like having drinks having fun but also going to your training like eating well and feeling happy in what you're doing as well and you're not yeah. like completely neglecting your health so and that's why I want to have you on talking about just what is your values around health and hashtag balance yeah exactly and that's it like um so I think we got that message across I think we're definitely yeah. a similar ethos really um because that's what the way I want to live my life as well just have a bit of fun try run my business try and have fun and try and be healthy all <laughs> trying to get that balance it is possible it is possible <laughs> sometimes it, some weeks are harder than others if you've been out all week yeah 
<laughs> we'll get there. Um, so I guess people can obviously find you on Instagram, um, Sean O'Hagan. Yeah. They probably all follow you anyway, but <laughs> I just have to say that anyway. And um, yeah, uh, thank you so much, Siobhan, for coming on again. That was a really me. enjoyable chat and really easy conversation to have. So again, yeah, can we? Yeah, can we do yours? And uh, yeah. <laughs> That's everything. Thanks for listening, everyone. Chat to you soon.